to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. And if you are listening to the podcast because you missed us live, you can also send us your questions on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. And we will be sure to answer those questions just as soon as we are in the studio together again. Well, as I said, uh, well, as Doug said on Friday and I said yesterday, Doug McCary is not in today. He will be back tomorrow. And instead, we are joined by a longtime fan favorite, David Gray. Uh, glad to have you back in the studio. It's been quite some time. Yeah, it has, Taylor. It's always great to be here. Great to see you. And uh, when you said with Doug McCary, I was going to say, uh, I am not Doug McCary. And you'll know that as soon as I open my mouth. But uh, always good to be here. Good to see you. Great to see my buddy Steve over there. Yeah. Haven't seen him for a while. And yeah. Glad to see he's uh, looking good and feeling better. And so really always good to be here. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what, what's been going on with, new with you? Anything? Well, not too much. Just uh, getting through the last year. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's amazing. I remember at this time last year, there's something about March. This seems like even though it's a year past the original lockdown, it's mm-hmm. still been a long month. And I remember my sister, though, in March last year, around this time, sent a meme that said, in case you've forgotten, today is March 95th. Because <laughs> that's what it seemed like. Uh, you know how long yeah. it took the month to go by it just seemed like it it dragged and dragged but it, but i think it's certainly been better i i feel like i'm thankful that i'm in florida I know, uh, right? as opposed yeah. to some other places i think uh you know we've we've done well we've had we've had good leadership and mm-hmm. um and uh you know i i have relatives in massachusetts i finally oh, wow. spent some time up there i went up in um uh, in february mm. and i you know because i needed to see my mom she's yeah. not in great health and uh I did what I needed to do. I got I got a test here, and I wore the mask on the plane. Yeah. And I and, and up there, I pretty much just was with them, and I you yeah. know I, I followed things. But you can see the difference. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, you can see the difference when you're you get you know again. I wasn't really out and about too much uh, where I would get looks, you know, if yeah. I wasn't wearing a mask. But uh, you you can just you can just sit, sense the difference. Yeah, yeah. My sister, you know, she does travel nursing and she's up there in uh, Connecticut, um, for a few months. And she said, it's like a different, yeah. different country. Yeah. Um, like she said, she was outside without a mask on and got weird looks. Yeah. Didn't realize the mask mandate extends to being outside yeah. Yeah. in the area. She said, um, one time she was going through, uh, coming out of a, a, a parking garage, the lady wouldn't, take her money or a card or anything until she put a mask on in her own car. Yeah. Uh, just stuff like that. That just seems crazy. Yeah. I, I saw, I, I was, saw exactly that driving down a pretty rural road at mm-hmm. one point going between, I was staying at my brother's house and going between my folks and my brother's house. And there was a whole family walking on the road uh, with masks on and there was <laughs> nobody around for, you know, with kids you've got, I've got nephews who, um, playing high school basketball you know I, wearing masks i have for the whole seen game. that that is I, I, absurd yeah it's i mean listen i played basketball through college 
it's hard enough to run up and down the court. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't, you know, I can't imagine what it's like trying to do it with a mask on and that it can't be good. Well, that, that it is the, is there truly, and I know what your answer is to this and you know what my answer is, but is there truly a benefit not to having all. these kids? And it, not only is there not a benefit, I think there's a real risk in wearing the mask. There is, uh, there are studies that show that, yeah, it is a, a greater risk to wear the mask and then to wear it while competing at a high level like that, it is not good. And, um, you know, uh, cases of strep throat are up through the roof this year, especially among, you know, yeah. kids and stuff like that. And yep. I, that's a direct result of wearing a mask. And especially people don't wash those things, you know, no. It, it, no. so that's just dirt no. coming in and out. It's yeah. just, I just, I, I felt really bad for my nephews and of course they didn't like it, but they want to play. Right. right. And I get that. So, uh, now we always, you know, we tend to talk about in the first segment here, some things that are going on in the world, like, like we are now and. Uh, that's a good segue, us having this discussion about the masks, because our apparently Joe Scarborough at uh, MSNBC, who hosts uh, The Morning Joe, uh, would disagree with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, are you shocked? Uh, not at all. And uh, So I'm reading this story, and the headline is, uh, this is quoting Joe Scarborough, people pushing back against mask mandates and vaccine passports are not following Jesus and are bleeping lunatics. Okay, so that's his. That's the headline. You know, apparently, that's one of his. That's one of his quotes. And I'll just read a little bit um, from the article here because I'd be interested to get your reaction to this, and maybe our listeners would react as well. Um, I'll just read the end of this. He says, I, "I can't." He's he's railing against people that are pushing back or or even just questioning, mm-hmm. right? Matt, the wearing masks or or having a vaccine passport, right? You can't disagree. But he says, I can't help you. Nobody can help you. If you still believe in God, maybe get on your knees and pray and ask why it is that your thought system, that your belief system has been so corrupted that you follow QAnon, that you follow conspiracy theories, that you believe liars on Facebook instead of believing the truth. And here's where it gets really interesting. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth. Now he stops the quote there. When did that stop mattering to you? When did the truth stop mattering to you so much that you are willing to put other people's lives at risk? Greater love hath no man than to lay down his life for his brother. You're doing the opposite. You're going out of your way to kill people. I just want to know why. And I just want to know why I should care what a pagan heathen thinks about what I do. I mean, you you shouldn't be talking to me about the Bible and God if you don't believe. I mean, who are you? Yeah, I just, you know, that is uh, ridiculous and absurd on its face and, you know, obvious, uh, you know, pandering and trying to uh, elicit points and, and taking the word of God and using it for your own political tool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have no idea what he claims to believe on his own, what his what his faith is. I don't know. So in fairness, I'll say that. Uh-huh. But, but I would say at the very least, I think Joe is taking... Uh, the scriptures here a bit out of context. Uh, of course, we know, and that's part of the theme for this week, right? You and Brad talked about this yesterday. I know Doug will, when he gets back, I'll touch on it today, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And then, of course, the quote continues by Jesus, no one comes to the Father except by me. So Jesus is talking there about our relationship with the Father and our reconciliation with the Father, being mm-hmm. made right with God, having our sins forgiven, being put in right relationship with God only happens through Jesus. And 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 his words 
everything written in scriptures about him are true. He is the truth. And But to, to try to take that quote and apply it to, like you said, a political issue and for political gain is just, you know, is... is yeah, especially somebody, coming from somebody who in no other way espouses any sort of Christian beliefs. Um, I, You know, he's on MSNBC, right? Not CNN. Right, I believe um, so. You know, yeah. uh, a channel that is completely devoted to godlessness and you know abortion for one just being part of the the democratic party platform so i don't care what he has to say uh when it comes to that and you know i think that i, I god will be the judge of him yeah. uh and so i don't need to really say anything more as yep. far as that goes yep. you know so yep and uh you know just but this idea that we can't disagree right we can't disagree. You know, I think of Doug's interview with Dr. Merrill uh, or Merritt, sorry, mm-hmm. Merritt from February, which was, I thought, one of the best things I've ever heard on the topic of the vaccines and the mm-hmm. masks. And, and, and um, you know, but, but to hear somebody as highly credentialed as she is and to hear her lay out, you know, the case for um, um, for her point so well and so logically to not listen to that and be convinced or at least want to explore it more to have somebody like this. And, and he's not the only one we know, right. Mm-hmm. That to tell us that we can't even question things or that we're not following Christ. <laughs> and you're right. You just have to kind of dismiss it a little well, bit. You know, and that's really where we're at as a culture. It's not about intellectual curiosity. It's not about questioning. It's not about trying to understand what the truth is. It is about, we're telling you what the truth is. You either accept that or you don't because we're in a war of ideas right now. Sure. And, and two sides are, well, really one side's winning. Um, they're not going to win the ultimate battle, but they're winning in the country right now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think we have Mark on the phone. Mark, how's it going today? Hey, doing all right, man. God, God bless you. Hey, yeah. Good to hear from you, Mark. What can we do for you? So is this is this Doug or is this or is no? No, like this is uh up? David Gray. He's in for Doug today. Doug will be back in tomorrow. Oh, hey Mark, how you doing? Okay. Oh no, doing all right, Mr. Gray. Um, yeah, like uh, with the whole transgender thing, it was something about um, I just found out about uh, like I think Dwayne Wade, either his, uh-huh. his son or yeah. his daughter, yeah, is going like back gay or something like that, but. Like when you watch it on um, like Instagram, regardless of what he was saying, because I mean they, you know, they were uh, you know riddling or whatever. Um, I guess because he was just trying to understand to have love for his daughter or his uh, son, and mm-hmm. which is fine. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I when I watched it for like ten minutes, but nobody really said nothing about the Bible. They were just I guess being accepted right. by the culture and stuff like that, and, and unconditioned love, which yeah, which is fine to support as a parent. And I guess I guess he I don't think he was saying I don't care what anyone thinks I have to do you know what I got to do as a father right you know but sooner or later you know you got to get to the get to the truth I mean don't like don't like you know kick him out the house you know right right still sooner or later like try to get him to the truth but if they're if he's saying like I don't want to hear from this and that you know I, I think he was just talking in, in third point of view for for, for every for him yeah yeah, yeah. understand it yep you know, hey mark with, we're coming uh, up on a and, mark we're coming up on a break so we're gonna need to run but we'll we'll maybe 
talk about your question a little bit or your comments when we come back. But thanks for calling. All right, you're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Right now, right now, I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding that is even if by mercy me. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, Doug McCary is out and in for him today is David Gray. David, we're so glad to have you on here. Great to be here. And uh, just before, sorry, just before the uh, the break, Mark had called in and had a question. He was talking about uh, transgenderism. I think we lost him on the line, though. Uh, but we're going to continue with what he was talking about, which was, um, you know, kind of the dichotomy of showing love and yet yeah. still... Um, standing by the truth. Um, And, you know, transgenderism is a big thing in the news right now. Um, You know, uh, in South South Dakota, political, um, the governor there, uh, Christy Nome, she kind of scuttled her potential 2024 uh, run over this issue. So it is something that is, you know. Well, and I think about what Mark was talking about and like using the Dwayne Wade example, and I don't know a lot about that situation, but, um, I certainly understand the difficulty, right? A parent would have with that issue with your kid wanting to, um, wanting to love your kid and not wanting to not wanting to rupture your relationship with with your child. But on the other hand, to your point, it comes back to the question of what is loving, what is being loving, mm-hmm. and and um, and you know, at SWAT we talk about the pillars of SWAT, and and one of the big pillars is community, and and part of that community is is accountability and. And guys that you can, who can ask you hard questions and and that you can answer to, and and so is that loving? And I think the the, the answer is yes. They're, from a biblical standpoint, it is. And 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 it's the same with parents and children. Is it loving for a parent to just go along with whatever way their child is going astray because they don't want to offend their child or lose their relationship with their child? And and believe me, I don't say this glibly or matter of factly because I'm a, I'm a parent. You are mm-hmm. now and and. We know, you know how difficult th- that kind of a situation can be, but 
it is loving to tell anyone truth. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's kind of, you know, a good segue into the, the discipleship training that yeah. we had last week that I was going to talk about a little bit, but, uh, that, that, um, speaking the truth in love is, is what we're called to do. And, yeah. uh, and you know, that, that just to, to touch on what you said about the South Dakota thing, it'd be interesting to see what happens with that. I know that there was a bill written to try to protect women's sports and keep, biological men mm-hmm. from competing against women because i i mean i feel terrible for a lot of these women that have to face yeah. men and mm-hmm. you know after they've worked so hard and competed and you know you, you now you're going to go out and, and and run a hundred yard dash against mm-hmm. a man basically yeah. and, and i know i i don't i'm not a, a subject matter expert on the bill but i know that she didn't sign it as it was written and there's been some talk about she caved to some pressure from the NCAA and other groups about yeah. not bringing events to the state and things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> I got some, I got some opinions yeah, to be I'm honest sure, with you. I'm sure you did. Um, I'm sure you did. Well, and as somebody who played sports your whole life and, and all of that, I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure you have, have it from an athletic standpoint yeah, and, yeah. as well as a political standpoint. Yeah. And then also, you know, father to a daughter now, yeah, you know, there and, you go. Uh, so yep. that's a, another consideration, and it, it is just absolutely wild that we're in uh, the place we are. And that's all I'm, we'll say on yeah. it instead of getting into it, because you know I know there's some people who really love Christy Nome, and I don't want to have to uh, you know burst that bubble there. But uh, I am interested because you know I was not able to be at mm-hmm. the discipleship training because you know it was my anniversary. So you know, oh, that's a that's a valid yeah, excuse out celebrating that. So what was it like? Uh, you know, we've talked about it a little bit on the program, but not from anybody who. Yeah. You know, went through it and not as, you know, I think Brad was part of yeah, leading he was. it, right? Yeah, he so. was. Yeah, well, of course, uh, Doug arranged it, but kind of um, Brad and, a, and a, another SWAT guy and a guy I know from our Israel trip, Rick, Rick Brackett. Yeah, he, he with, called in last week. Okay. We talked to him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, who's with East West Ministries. They led it. And uh, I, I think, uh, you know, Doug and Brad were joking. I think uh, Brad thought we'd be good if we got 20 guys and Doug was praying for 40 and we had over 90, I yeah, think we had 96 or 97 yeah, yeah. guys there. Um, and it was great. Uh, it, it was really good. Um, I thought it, it was a good, you know, Brad gave kind of a talk on the reason for discipleship and the, the importance of it and, and the, and Jesus mandate Doug talks all the time, right? One of our, one of our core tenants again of SWAT is, is evangelism and discipleship and, and Doug always says, you know, making Jesus last command our first priority, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the the quote Doug uses. And um, so Brad talked about the reason for discipleship, and then Rick gave some real hands-on kind of practical training about how to do, you know, evangelism and, and discipleship. I think it's a hard thing, you know, for a lot of people. And um, but we talked about, you know, just to, just to give, I thought it would be worthwhile to give a little overview of it and and kind of segue from that into. Um, into thinking about, you know, how that applies, especially this week as we think about Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday, and, and, mm-hmm. and then Easter on Sunday. Um, but we do have a caller, Maria, in Jacksonville. Uh, how are you doing? Hi, Maria. Good. How are you? Good. So what, what, what's your question, or what, what, what comment do you have for us today? Well, I just, I was listening about, uh, you know, the mask issue and everything, and I was having a hard time on Sunday um, at church uh, because I have been following the rules and, you know, wearing the mask when I need to and everything. But, um, you know, at some point, especially with the vaccines and everything, people should, I feel like 
some of these rules need to be, um, you know, taken away. Mm-hmm. And um, and I have my own, you know, I'm against the vaccines, and but that's another issue. But I just, I, I was having a hard time because I decided not to wear the mask for the past two services. And then there was, you know, uh, they they brought it up in the pulpit, like, thank you for wearing your mask, and, and we need you to wear your mask. And there was only me and somebody else not wearing one, and I felt like, uh, you know, like, is it, is it okay for me to just wear a mask? Or, like, can I just be bold and, and maybe put my foot down and, and say, you know, I'll come back when you when you open a service for people who want to have a choice. Yeah. I'm just having a hard time in the spirit. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like if you, if you are against the mask, that your position is not valid, mm-hmm. your opinion is not valid, and and I'm just, I don't know, I'm curious about um, how you feel about, you know, standing up, and, and especially within the church community. Yeah, I, I would say... Um, you know, I, I got to give a disclaimer. Uh, I have not worn a mask since there's been a mandate, and it went to the point that at my job uh, they threatened to fire me and uh, let me. Uh, I'm a teacher, so uh, they wouldn't let me in the classroom, wouldn't let me do a lot of things. But I felt convicted that that was where uh, God, where God was leading me, and I, I think that if you have those convictions, um, it's good to stand by them. Now, when you're talking about uh, in the church. Uh, you got to decide if if the church uh, that you're at, the current one you're at, is worth continuing to go to, or if it's time to cut bait and go to another church. Um, I, I don't know if you saw this, but in Texas, a, a priest threatened to arrest a lady um, for not wearing a mask. And I would say, you know, if you're in a situation like that where they're calling the cops and not handling stuff in house, that's maybe a church to leave. Um, in your particular situation, though, I don't know. Um, I think that's going to be up for you. And I think that it boldness is something that is from, from God. So I, I think that if God is leading you a certain way, you follow God and not man, even if the man is from the church. Th- that's what I would say. And Maria, it's David Gray. I, thanks for calling. I, it, and I just wanted to clarify something. Is the church mandating or trying to mandate that you wear a mask? Did you say that? Or are you just feeling pressure? Uh, I mean, there is no like a piece of paper saying that you have to wear one, mm-hmm. but uh, they have said from the pulpit, you know, uh, we are a mask wearing church mm-hmm. uh, and we're evaluating this on a weekly basis. And but right now, that's what we're doing. And mm-hmm. at one point they had at the beginning of everything, they had an option. You could go to an earlier service right. mm-hmm. if you didn't want to wear the mask or a later service if you wanted to wear the mask. And then... And then it went to, now everybody has to wear the mask. And they haven't come to me specifically, but mm-hmm. I just felt like I should have a choice. Sure. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm from Venezuela, but I became a citizen uh, about eight years ago. And one of the things that I love about this country is the Constitution mm-hmm. and being able to have a choice, you know? Yeah. And so... Anyway, I love your show. And wow. We're, guess, we're so glad you called. How, how long have you been at the church that you're talking about? Eight years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're my family. Yes. And that's where I struggle. Yes. I'm like, yes. families are not perfect, yep. you know, and maybe I can just be that voice yeah. um, mm-hmm. for yeah. the church. But yeah. 
Hey Maria, Maria, how about if I how about if I pray for you real quick right now? Would you mind? No, thank okay. you. That will be amazing. Let, let's do that, Maria. Uh, Father in heaven, thank you so much for Maria's call, for her love for you, for her desire to be obedient, and we just pray that you'd give her wisdom, that your spirit would direct her heart, and that people at the church that she's at would be willing to listen and consider her opinion, so that um, you know she can feel accepted and loved and and but she can know that she is always accepted and loved by you no matter what's going on with other people in jesus name amen 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 all right well let us know how it turns out maria i think we'd all be anxious to hear how you're doing and how it turns out yeah and be be encouraged you're not alone you're not alone no there's a lot of people i was was gonna say real quick i i am i work in the school system as well i'm a speech language pathologist Mm. And I was one of the ones that said, sorry, I cannot go ahead and do all this. And they were able to give me, offer me a position to work from home. And it has been a blessing, you know. So, yeah. like, I feel like putting your foot down sometimes actually leads to bigger blessings, you yeah. know. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. And maybe God's got you there to, to be that voice, yeah. right? Um, to be that voice of reason and, and of, uh, of change and and but please let us know what happens and and, and we'll keep praying for I you. Will. Okay, Maria. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, that's uh that's the same thing that happened with me as far as the school district has uh, been able to work from home for this past year and I I don't think that's going to continue this next year so you have to work see how that goes but yeah and you know I just want to add I, I think you know when you're talking about the church and the church that you go to you got to decide um you know you got to first understand is this feeling of not wanting to, is this something that you feel called from God to do? And if that is, then it doesn't, doesn't, everything else doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. Um, but if not, and, and you're just feeling that way, you got to decide, you know, if, if it's something that it's going to cause you to break ties of fellowship, or if it's something that you're going to have to stick around with at, from a Romans 14 standpoint. Yeah. And, and, and I agree with you. I think she should be, Maria, be encouraged because a lot more people, I think are starting to feel like her and make their voice known. Yeah, and there's church, there's other churches that don't require masks, so be encouraged about that too. All right, we are up against the news break, uh, so stick with us. We'll be back with more after the news. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the news. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, Right now I'm losing bad Stood on this stage night after night Reminding the broken it'll be alright I think I'm going crazy. That is even if by Mercy Me. I think I said that before and now that makes me realize, wonder if I said the wrong song. But anyway... <laughs> Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, um, we have been talking a little bit about the news of the day, and um, we had a few callers from people, and we're going to be getting into um, 
talking about uh, discipleship and then also Jesus, the way, the truth of the life. Uh, we had a great call from Mark and also from Maria. Uh, if you miss that and would like to go back and listen, you can go to www.swatradio.com. Click on the past programs link, and then in about an hour or two, uh, this program will be up there, and you'll be able to listen to what you uh, did not hear. And I think you know it would be good to go back and listen to because uh, we had some, like I said, some good calls. Again, that's www.swatradio.com, www.swatradio.com, or you can search uh, SWAT Radio anywhere that you listen to podcasts, and you can download our SWAT app in the App Store. Anyway, we were starting to talk about the discipleship training, and I wanted to get back to that just because it was so impactful. And, and, and I don't know. I need to ask Doug if, uh, if that got recorded. I think it did. I think, yeah, it did. And I think we, yeah. you know, maybe he can, when he's back, can make known where, where that is, but um, it's worth listening to. But the idea that, of course, Jesus, the Great Commission, right, make disciples of all nations, um, and, and, and he started that with all authority has been given to me. Mm-hmm. So he transfers his authority to his disciples and 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 to his to his family, right? And we're included in that if we're if we're disciples. Uh, and I, this was really convicting to me. Um, I think I don't remember if Brad or Rick brought brought it up. I think I think Brad did. But um, the verse Matthew four nineteen, where Jesus said, "Follow me." To when he taught called Andrew and Peter, and he said, "Follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men." Mm-hmm. That's a promise, yeah. right? I, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And, and what we talked about in the, in the session was if you're not fishing, you got to look at your following. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was mm-hmm. convicting to me. That that was really convicting to me. Um, and so am I, am I following Jesus and spending the time with him that I should? And, and that will impact, you know, he promised that yeah. will impact my, my fishing. Um, and then we talked about, you know, reasons for not making disciples. I'm sure you could name a few mm-hmm. of them. Uh, what would you say the top one is that people would give for, for not wanting to evangelize or disciple? Oh, I don't know. What uh, I would say either I don't know anybody who's not a Christian or that would be awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fear, yeah. awkwardness, right, right. Feeling inadequate, ill-equipped, fear of being rejected or thinking that, Oh, that's somebody. Else. We'll leave that to the professionals. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll leave that to the to the Doug McCarries and the other the other pastors of the world. We're being confused as to what a disciple is and and how to make them. So I thought uh, this was good too. You know, evangelism meaning spreading the gospel. Right? Obviously, people who don't know God need to be evangelized. Who don't know the truth. Who don't believe. But then discipleship is actually once you believe. Right? That's mm-hmm. a requirement. Following Jesus and. Imitating him in First Corinthians eleven one, Paul says, "Be imitators of me, as I am of Christ." And so, Brad went through this idea of biblical discipleship. Um, you know, getting the information into us, right, mm-hmm. it, through study, through preaching, through other believers, right, through through mentors. Um, we know that getting that information has to lead to transformation. Um, that was a couple of the the verses I gave you to do what the Bible says. If you got a couple of those. Uh, Romans twelve two, um, right. and I, these are going to be familiar verses to everyone. But Romans twelve two has to do with uh, again how we are how we are transformed. All right, let me read it real quick. Where is two? I'm seeing. Oh, there we go. All right. Uh, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good inacceptable and perfect yep so getting the information and being transformed by it and of course in hebrews we know that 
God promises that his word will do that. It's alive and sharper yeah. than a double-edged sword. You know, real quick, that verse is, if Maria, if you're still listening, that is a great verse mm. right there um, to keep in mind as you're going through what you're going through. So I just wanted to 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 kind of throw that out because when I read it, I was like, oh, man, that would have been perfect to yeah. have brought that up because that is a good one for us as believers to keep in mind, especially as the world is changing yeah. and moving further and further away from anything that resembles, you know, a Christian world. Right. So. Let the scriptures transform our minds, mm-hmm. not, not, not the media yep. and not the news and not our own thinking, right? The Bible also says there's a way that seems right to a man. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and then other, other verses, you know, in Deuteronomy and in Joshua about keeping, uh, doing, keeping the commands of the law and doing all the commands of the law. And of course we know James talks about being a doer and, and, and not just a hearer. And then once we kind of get that into us and be transformed, then replicating that in others, right? Um, teaching them to obey, to obey all that, that Jesus commands. And, and, and Brad talked about the fact that we can, you know, you've got a young child now. We start at home, mm-hmm. right? We do that at home. Um, yeah. Brad talked about at times in his life, you know, he was busy with lots of things and he, and he was discipling. And Brad has a real gift and a heart for discipling men one-on-one. And, and he was doing that, but somebody like we talked about earlier, somebody in community with mm-hmm. him and kind of said, Hey, you know, you, you maybe need to be home more mm, yeah. and, and doing this at home. And he talked about what a blessing that was to be able to disciple his kids. Yeah. And, um, and I, I know you'll find that there's no, nothing better than to see your kids get older. And, and, and really you can tell that even though you may have thought they might've been missing stuff as you went along, you know, the Bible says, train them up in the, yeah. in the way they should go. And, they won't depart from the the, the word. So, um, another uh, another quote. I, I don't. Know, Doug may have said this that that really stuck with me was, "We are either on mission, meaning to make disciples, mm-hmm. or we are the mission." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was a, that was convicting as well. And then Rick, um, after Brad talked, uh, Rick talked a little bit, like I said, about the the practical aspect of things. And they have a real his ministry has a real um, practical. Um, it's not a program. It's he, I think he called it a tool. Um, and it's this idea of um, we're being reminded why are, are we discipling for all the reasons we just talked about. Who are we discipling? And he suggested making a list of people who don't know God and people who do know God, right? So mm-hmm. Like we talked about, there's a difference, maybe mm-hmm. evangelizing the one group and discipling the other, but hopefully the first group eventually discipling, yeah. right? Um, and then the what of it kind of, a practical way to do it. The idea that we have a short uh, way of telling people our story. Here's what I was like before Christ. Here's what my life used to be like. Here's what happened when I encountered Jesus and here's what he gave me, right? It kind of a quick um, way to, to, to tell people your testimony or your story. And then talking about God's story. And this was, was really, um, I was reminded of our, you know, Doug's talked about our trip to the Philippines in here before. And one of the great things about that trip was having to have a anywhere from a five to 15 minute gospel presentation because we mm-hmm. were going to get the opportunity to be at schools and, mm-hmm. and, and talk to kids. And, and, you know, basically you might have 10 minutes. And what are you going to say in 10 minutes to, to really um, get across the gospel message? And, and I, I found that what Rick talked about the other day, Rick has a, and it's 
this would be just like me to try to show a picture on the radio, <laughs> but uh, he gave a nice little diagram or picture that you could easily draw for somebody. And this is actually some stickers that he gave. I was showing you earlier that you can put on the back of your phone is a good place to put it as a conversation starter with mm-hmm. somebody. But the idea that the four basic points are that, that what, what was God's original design and plan to, to, he created a perfect world and he was in perfect dependent, perfect relationship with Adam and Eve who were perfectly, dependent on him right and uh that was his intent that was his plan but but man sinned you know adam and eve sinned and we've all sinned since and we would have sinned if we were adam and eve right Mm -hmm. um so man chose to rebel against god and sin against god and what that does is it it separates us from god and it puts us under god's wrath and and that's an it will come back to that it's i think an important point and that results in a broken sinful world and 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 Rick talked about all the ways that people try to deal with that broken world and you name them, right? Mm-hmm. Name, name everything that is apart from the truth that people try. And, and I've been in that camp, yeah. right? I've been in that camp from, from relationships to substances, to work, to gambling. You, I mean, plug it in, mm-hmm. right? plug it in. Um, but that God loved us so much. The third point that he didn't leave us in that condition, but he, his solution to our problem is Jesus. Right? Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's faith in the person and the work of Jesus on our behalf, right? That our righteousness before God and our right standing uh, before God is only through faith in Jesus. And then it's that faith that brings us into the family of God, and then we can do works that God has planned for us to do. But the only thing that brings us into the family of God is, is the righteousness of Christ and faith in Christ. And, and then that's the fourth point, our response. And, to Jesus. And, um, I remember Doug talking about that a lot when we were getting ready to go to the Philippines, it wasn't just leaving it as God's solution is Jesus. Jesus re- demands a response. And the Bible's clear about that. It's, you know, what is our response to Christ? And I think that sometimes gets left off in mm-hmm. a presentation. Here's, here's everything God did great, but, but reminding people, what do you say about that? What do you say about Jesus? You know, it reminds me of Jesus asking Peter, who do you say, who do people say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And really that's the question for everybody who hears, who hears the message. Um, Just one quick story. I know we're coming up on a break, but I I think about uh, the little diagram that, that Rick shared about the God's perfect world, our sin and leading to a broken world, the way we try to cope with a broken world, God's solution in Jesus that through faith in Jesus, we can be restored to our relationship with God and back into, from a spiritual sense, we know we're still in a broken world, but, but we're already seated in the heavenlies and spiritually we're reunited with, with God. Um, when, when we were in Israel last January, uh, on the last day we were there, we were at Herod's palace at Herodium and one of our travelers was not feeling great. And he stayed down below with his wife. Anyway, long story short, we come down, he's talking and he's a new Christian He's talking to a group, uh, an Israeli biker gang, basically, hmm. older guys. And he'd been telling them the whole time. He answered their questions about Jesus. He's, he's witnessing, and, but he's saying the whole time, you got to wait till Doug comes down. <laughs> so we were always on this tight schedule. And, but there's Doug while we're all waiting on the bus over there 
drawing out that kind of a picture for these for these guys. So great yeah. example of disciple evangelism and discipleship. Yeah. All right. We are up against the break, so we will be back with more after the break. We'd like to give a shout out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER. And all of you listening here locally, 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, and 91.3 in Folkestone, Georgia. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice at the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain that is Chainbreaker by Zach Williams. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we have been uh, talking about a number of things. I should say Doug McCary is not in today. He will be back tomorrow. We are joined by David Gray in the studio. We are going to be talking about Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life this uh, week because it is Easter. If you have any questions or would like to join the discussion uh, about anything that we've talked about so far, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. And, you know, just before the break, uh, we were talking about discipleship and the importance of it. And, you know, you had brought up the Great Commission. And I was struck by two things. One, uh, Brad talked about biblical citizenship yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's a class by uh, Wall Builders and uh, David Barton. And so I started that yesterday. And, and they mentioned the Great Commission, and they talked about how Jesus um, says go and make disciples baptizing them, but also talking about teaching them everything Mm -hmm. that I have taught you and how that is every aspect of our life, which ties into discipleship. But also I yet this was yesterday as well, talking about a poll found that 51% of churchgoers had not heard of the great commission. Mm. Only 17% had heard of it and knew what it was. Wow. I mean, if that is not showing our lack of discipleship and the need that, even the church yeah. doesn't know what the Great Commission yeah. is. I yeah. mean, I don't know what does. You know? Well, one of the things that Doug, you know, Doug, you'll recognize this, right? Doug starts all his SWAT emails each week with be a five percenter, mm-hmm. right? And and I think um, hopefully I'll get this right, but I think the, the stat is that something like 95% of people who say they're church going or call themselves believers, call themselves Christians, have never told someone else mm. about Jesus. Um, not even once. Yeah. 
Mm. Not even once, not That's any crazy. kind of a conversation. So again, the importance of it. And, and I think that, you know, the, the segue I wanted to make into this last segment about, you know, why is it important? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like for, for believers, uh, such a crazy question, but, um, you know, one of the things that Doug said at the training, um, and he said this before when he's given his testimony, you know, the question he asked or the statement that he made was, how can I not do what Jesus asks of me when I look at what Jesus did for me? Mm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think sometimes um, it's easy for people to compartmentalize church like it is anything. It's just another aspect of your life. It's not your whole life. And it's easy to lose perspective on what thing, what Jesus really did. And, 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 and of course it's, it's Easter week. It's, it's Holy week. And uh, it's a good time to reflect. We, we should, when I say we, by the way, I mean, I just as much, <laughs> you know, reflect, not just wait for Holy week to reflect on what Jesus has done for us, but to reflect on it on a regular basis. And, and one of the things I was thinking about as we were getting ready for the program today is, you know, what did he do to save us and what did he go through, especially with respect to saving us from the wrath of God, right? Um, it's easy, again, I think, for you know people to just get rote about the Easter story or, or the Christmas story or whatever it is, but to, to not really spend time thinking about what, he, what actually happened and, and, and what it really means. And, um, you know, I got this from my dad. This is not an original thought. My, I, I was not around when he preached this. My dad was an elder. He was not a pastor, but our, the pastor of the church I grew up in took a sabbatical one year to do some, to do some doctorate work. And uh, my dad preached for a year. And one of the sermons he preached was on the three deaths of Jesus. Mm. And uh, he said he could find two really easily, but he believed there was threes. He be- big believer in threes <laughs> in the Bible. Which is, and um, I'll start with the one that he said was the hardest for him to find. And that was that Jesus died to himself for 33 years, right? He, he, he surrendered his will to the will of the father and he was perfectly obedient to the will of the father. And of course that gained righteousness for us that gained, if you will, heaven for us. Second uh, Corinthians five twenty one. 21, our, our pastor is preaching on this right now says for our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. So we, right there, Jesus, we know never sinned. And so he had to, and we know he was tempted, Mm-hmm. But he 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 died to himself every day for thirty three years. Just that alone. Think about our life, my life, your life. Right? It's hard for me to go, you know, a short time right. without having some kind of. Jesus never had a sinful thought. Mm-hmm. He never had a sinful act toward anyone. He never spoke a sinful word against anyone. He never committed a sinful act for thirty three years. Right? So there's that death that he died, and then there's. You know the the more clear ones. He suffered and died physically, and we mm-hmm. know that the Bible says without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sins. So he he gained forgiveness of our sins for us by that. But he also died, and this is the part I was thinking about a little bit more. He died spiritually, right? In the three hours that darkness came over the land, God poured out His wrath on him. And you and I were talking about this before the before the program. That's a that's a topic or a or a an event that is beyond certainly my ability 
to understand. I yeah. believe it, mm-hmm. but but it doesn't mean I shouldn't try to dig into it a little bit and yeah. understand it because it's so incredible. Every person that belongs to Christ, past, present, and future, Old Testament, his time, our time in the future, every person that is part of God's family has their righteousness before God and is part of God's family because Jesus suffered hell for us Mm -hmm. in those three hours on the cross. And so God poured out wrath, his wrath, against every sin ever committed in those three hours. Mm -hmm. What? What was that like, and what was that all about? We have a caller, I guess. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, we have Eleanor from Virginia. Eleanor, Eleanor. how are you today? I'm fine, and I just want to say thank you for your wonderful ministry today and every day. I I look forward to SWAT Radio. (laughs) So so this is the second woman that is called today, and my reason for commenting is this. Um, Our church was chastised by the um, health department for allowing people to come in without a mask. So I just wanted you to know that um, Maria needs to know that maybe her pastor has been pushed uh, to something like that. So we just need to keep praying about the whole mask business, okay? Thank you for that, Eleanor. We really appreciate that. That's a great point. I hope Maria is still listening and heard that. Yeah. Um, you know, if she's not, I thank you very much for your ministry. I didn't want to take away from the Easter story. No, that's so okay. Being told. So God bless each of you, and uh, thank you for letting me call in. Oh, well, thank you so thank much you for, for calling. Thank you for your kind words. Yeah, we well. really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was that was a great call. Um, now you know. I wish Doug was here to hear her talking about it because you know that's awesome to get a call like that. Um, He's listening. Oh, I know oh, he we is. We got texts from him, but yeah, I'm for sure him he to heard to him to be able to speak to her as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, know. and um, yeah, that, that is true that there are uh, issues that people are um, looking at. But you know, you gotta. I would say is who you're going to serve, man or God, uh, comes down to it at the end of the day. And you know, if the pastor's not feeling convicted that. Um, you know, um, the mask is an issue that, you know, he's feeling something from God and decides that he's going to listen to the health minister that, you know, okay, yeah. that, that we shouldn't uh, condemn each other for stuff like that. But if a um, uh, pastor's like, no, man, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm getting my orders from God. We shouldn't condemn him that way uh, either. But, right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Well, good call. Got it. Yeah. Back to the. Three <laughs> well, Jesus. I know yeah. we're getting close to the to the end of our time here, but just just the idea that. um that Jesus suffered hell for us in those three hours on the cross. And, 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 and what was that like? And, uh, you know, I think of Doug um, telling the story, you know, Doug has got a lot of stories about witnessing to people on airplanes mm-hmm. and talking to them. And he tells a story about one woman that he talked to and, and, and her response was, well, my God would never send anyone to hell. And I, and I know <laughs> that there's a lot of people that, that feel like that. And of course that's not what the Bible teaches. And, and, and of course when she says that it almost makes it sound like God is just, you know, some arbitrary, you know, you know, um, it's a, a petty, rob, petty uh, God. It's or, a Rob know. Bell mentality. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and not understanding that, you know, what, what God's nature is, that mm-hmm. he's perfectly just and he's perfectly righteous and he's perfectly holy and that he must punish sin, right? Um, you know, on a lighter note, although it's, you know, not necessarily lighter, but, you know, I think people's idea of hell also is just this, this, and it, this is, has to be from the devil, right? 
that that hell's a party, mm, right? Yeah. And that it's not going to be that bad. And mm-hmm. I think you know one of my old favorite uh, comic strips was The Far Side. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know The Far mm-hmm. Side, but and I and I think of it, and I'm using this as an illustration, not to make light of of hell. But there's a there's a Far Side where there's a person clearly in hell, and the guy's pulling a pushing a wheelbarrow full of rocks up a hill, and there's flames everywhere, and he's sweating like crazy, but he's whistling. He's in a good mm. mood, and one demon is saying to the, the other, we're, we're not getting through to this guy, <laughs> right? And, and, and I think that that's part of discipleship, that's part of pondering this week, is that are we getting through to people um, what the result of rejecting Jesus is? Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and, and, you know, we don't want people to just love God or, or want to come just for... for out of fear, but mm-hmm. but sometimes maybe it starts with that healthy fear and grows to learn how to love God, right? Well, I would say without that fear, uh, you, you you're you're uh, proud, you right. know what I mean? Because right. it is the fear of God and in, in realizing who He is as as you said, a perfect uh, uh, and holy being, and where we stand in relation to that, it is that fear that drives us to repentance yeah you know what i mean and and that's something that the church has missed out on you know for you know a generation or more really talking about the 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 need for the fear of god um and you know to to drive that home god punished himself you know and he was alone for the first time uh in in eternity because god turned his back on himself because of the sin that he could not bear to see i mean i don't think that is remarkable and that shows you just how how much he loves up, and um, just how offensive we are in our sin that he turned away from himself yeah. when uh, yeah. jesus had taken on our sin and, and, and i would just encourage everyone this week i know we're at the end to read the the gethsemane account and the crucifixion and meditate on that jesus knew what was coming when he was in gethsemane and he knew the wrath of God was coming on him and, and what he went through in dealing yeah. with that. And the strength that it takes to to be that type of a man that he was. And Doug sent us, well, um, there's a difference between safe people and soft people. We should be safe for people to acknowledge their sin to struggle, but never soft on sin. Absolutely. So Good way it. to end. Yeah. So you've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Uh, Please join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We will see you then. Doug will be back tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spiritual